Snooze, Greedy Enser, Botten, Kovac, Aromer, Fucked, Fucked Bivarinda Metal, <laughs> Schmack for Sterkara, and in parentheses it says Cock Salt. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. What? You're putting cock salt in your mouth and a Martha? <laughs> I'm Donovan, and this is a sex-positive podcast, Arthur. I'm going to eat all the cock salt that I want to. That Thank is you true. very much. <clears throat> I'm not going to yuck your yum. I just want to know what cock salt is. I really do, too, and many of the other things in here. For the, for those not in the know, this is some Swedish tobacco I use, and I don't know. The, the label's all in Swedish and shit, so I'm always reading it, trying to figure out what it was. Uh, and, and between the fucked metal and the and the cock salt, I thought I had to bring it up on the show. I know a few Scandinavians. If any of you are listening and, and know what these words mean, uh, let us know. We'll send you a tote bag. I cannot fucking find cock salt for the life of me. I am furiously searching right now. There's nothing about it. Is, is K-O-K-S-A-L-T. Okay. <laughs> Translate cock. It's all Swedish shit. There's nothing. There's nothing here for me. <laughs> I'm left with the mystery uh, of the cock salt. The mystery deepens, gang. Please, noble listeners, you you wise uh, ear having creatures, please please find out what cock salt is and get back to us. <laughs> Speaking of us, Arthur, it's just me and you for the first time in weeks. Yeah, yeah. I'm you know I'm a little excited to return to the original format. I think this will be this will be a good experience. I am too. We love we love having the guests on, but I was just thinking back on that. I was like, holy fuck! I don't think we've we've done a normal episode in uh, like a month now or something. Yeah, we've we've quite the run. I'm very very happy with our uh, with all of our guests that we had on. Thanks again for for coming on. Uh, but you know, I just like a little private time with my buddy Donovan. That's what I like. Yeah, back to back to basics. Just two boys. And two uh, two claws. Arthur's got me on the claw train. I'm drinking the uh, the uh, black cherry claw alongside my cock salt and fuck smell. <laughs> fuck smell. <laughs> the ingredient. Uh, it's fucked. Bev- oh man, fuck bevaranda metal. I thought you I'm said just calling it fuck metal. I thought you said fuck smell, which is a hell of an ingredient. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Swedes, Nords, people of Scandinavia, please, please. <laughs> Nords, people, people from Skyrim. You know what I'm talking about? Norway, no, yeah, sure, Nords. Sure. Do they really call them Nords? Because that's that's what they call them in fucking Skyrim too. <laughs> no, I think it's Norwegians. I'm just in a goofy ass mood. <laughs> that's good stuff. Uh, the other night, I was in not quite such a goofy mood. Uh, I left work about half hour late so i had to help a seven thousand year old chinese man shop for jewelry yay and this this created a situation uh you know eagle-eared listeners will remember uh when ryan adams busted in over top of me helping a super old person shop for jewelry late at night preventing me from going home on time uh this time it was the friends theme i can't i don't let's see what's the name of that song <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, I'll Be There For You by Boyce Avenue. That's the one the one they got. Wait, no, that's from 2004. Who did the fucking I'll Be There For You? It's definitely like, I'll be there for you. No, 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 I fucking hate Friends, but I do know. I do yeah. know the song. It's That's the... a fucking comedy backing track for a situation like that, though. I appreciate that image. <laughs> it was uh, the Rembrandts for the band that, made, that did that, that are responsible for that moment in my life that's seared into my fucking memory for the rest of my life. You're going to Rembrandt that for the rest of your life. <laughs> Worth it. Got him. By the way, did you say eagle-eared back then? Yeah. <laughs> eagles, eagles don't have ears. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I suppose that's true. <laughs> I reckon they got a, if they're like, I've had a parody of little holes in his head, but they're like eyes, right? I don't reckon eagles got 
particularly good hearing. Hey, if you're a listener out there and you're an Eagle, uh, please report back. Help us solve this mystery. Or, or if you're in the Eagles, band the Eagles. There you go. Them, please set there us up go. and come on the show. That would be a hell of a get. All right, Jesus fucking Christ. Do you want to read some questions? Sure. Sure, let's do it. It's Because it's a show about relationships, folks, and we answer questions after we read them. Here's the first question. <laughs> I pooped during vaginal sex. A little bit of a fake out there. That wasn't really even a question, was it? Okay, here we go. It, it turns into one. Hey, I'm currently sitting in my car crying because I, 21F, pooped during sex with my 21M boyfriend. It was a tiny bit, and he definitely knew what it was. I just put it in toilet paper and threw it out. He was poking at me and making fun of me, but kept insisting that it was all right. I'm super upset and embarrassed. feel really awkward now. We've been together two-ish years. Has this ever happened to anyone? And it's posted by Yummy Mocha 80. <laughs> Arthur making some uh, Yummy Mocha their own, aren't they? That's true. That is absolutely the case. You produced uh, some Yummy mocha. mocha. Same same thing. Just a fun, just a little nugget of fun just popping out, trying to join in on the, on the excitement. And that's really nothing to be embarrassed about. I'm sure I've told this story on the show before. One time I was going down on a lady friend of mine and she pooped a little bit. I just uh, stealthily scooped that little nugget up, put it under the corner of the bed like, I'll see you later. I'll deal with you later. She asked me, uh, hey, did I did I poop? And I'm like, yes, but it was very cute. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about what happened here. I mean, you know, they just kind of picked it up and threw it away. I, I feel that being embarrassing, but you've been together for two years. I'm sure it's more like mortifying on your end because you were the pooper yes, as opposed to the poopy. But I think your boyfriend's just kind of making funny and shit because oh, yeah. you know, he, he doesn't think it's that big of a deal. He's trying to calm you down a little bit. Um, and because it's you know, funny. If the, and it's objectively it is, it very funny. funny. It's very funny. It's very funny, especially in like... Hot sexual moments when oh, something yeah. just very unhot happens like that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'd be laughing. Absolutely. Like, uh, like when you're you're really going for it and sweat just like drips in their eye. <laughs> They're like, ah, because <laughs> it stings. I have had that happen. I'm like, God, because I'm a sweaty ass dude. Yep. I've had like it just go down my nose, and I, I I started like trying to make an effort to not have my face like directly above my partner's. Yes. Uh, but regardless, it popped into her eye there, and uh, she actually said it was she was into it, and I was like, Whoa. I don't know how I feel about that. You, actually, you broke up with her promptly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my th- my thing I always get is sex makes me fart. Weird. Like I think it just it's the, going to the gym, doing squats is the same thing. I think it's something about just moving around vigorously, uh, just loosens things up down there. And I it was the same deal. I used to be really fucking embarrassed about that because it would it would just happen, you know, during during sex sometimes. But but I don't know, especially if you've been together for two years. This it, this is among the most intimate acts. You're both naked. You're fucking having sex with each other. There's a lot of trust involved in that. A little poop, a little fart, you know, it, it, it's not the biggest deal. You're not in a goddamn job interview. You know, you're not in the <laughs> confessional booth at church, I hope. Uh, Unless. You know, it's somebody who loves you. You're, you're being intimate with each other. Yeah, there's bodily functions that happen that aren't as hot as the other ones, and, and it's okay. It'll be funny down the line. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just if it happens again, just wrap it up and throw it away. It's, wash your hands. That's, that's about all you got to do. Like. If it happened literally every time that we get to be, you know what I mean? It's like, why do you, why do you shit every time we fuck? What is the problem here? But like, you do it, you know, you do it the one time, like, and, and also don't develop a complex about it because I said that. (laughs) Don't make it, don't make it hard (laughs) on yourself that you're going to do it every time. Uh, I don't know. That's the kind of thing that if it did happen every time I would have questions, but once in a while, come on. You were just really feeling yeah. it. You were just really feeling it trying to let go. There you go. And it's almost hot. I still don't think it is, but, you know, <laughs> the for feeling some, is there. For some it's people. Good. For some people, that's incredibly hot, I assume. There, there you go. Maybe he's uh, maybe he's into the yummy mocha himself. <laughs> oh, and this isn't such a bad thing. Very good. All right. 
Nailed it. What do we got next? Hey, men. Please explain your thoughts on kissing your girl after you come in her mouth. <laughs> so I started hooking up with this new guy. One night, I blew him, swallowed, went to kiss him, and he turned away. He said he wouldn't kiss me because tasting cum is, quote, gay. <laughs> <laughs> I said perhaps he'd be gay if he was swallowing other men's cum. I've always been on the view that if you think your juice is good enough for someone else's mouth, it should be good enough for yours. I think I'm done with this man-child. It can't be that hard to find a guy who is up for kissing post-swallow, right? And that was posted by Dirty Ass Crack. Brother, that cum was inside of you before it came out, so you're definitely gay. Yeah, you're incredibly gay. You're full of cum. By this, by this doofy-ass logic. Fucking A, man. It's your... It, it's, what? Are you fucking... You've got a man's tongue in your mouth all the time. Does that does that eh, make you gay? This true. is some silly ass shit. Yeah, it's your cum. What the hell? <laughs> it's yeah, not neither straight nor gay. It's your bodily fluid. And yeah. again, like she she swallowed the cum and you like you afraid there's gonna be residue? Does she need to brush your fucking teeth immediately afterwards? Don't get hung up on stupid shit like this. Yeah, that's dumb as hell. There's even there's a whole sexual act around. Uh, blowing your load into somebody's mouth and then having them and then the kiss is part of it that you kiss with the jizz in the mouth around it it's the called old, snowball uh, the old snowball yeah, yeah. And, learned about uh, that from clerks no no like eh, fuck snowball this isn't gay I mean not that I would mind if it was gay I've had, had plenty <laughs> of gay sex uh, I don't know man just fucking chill out like I don't know maybe uh, maybe start just like spitting it at him <laughs> Like attacking him with his own jizz. <laughs> yeah, if you just start collecting, and if he ever does something to upset you, you get this spray bottle full of his own cum, and he's like <laughs> dodging around cartoonishly so he doesn't get the big gay if it hits him. I'm thinking about like a you know like a Windex bottle full of jizz, and it's got the couple of it's got the spray setting, but it's also got like Ooh. the jet. <laughs> but it would be like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you want to you, you want a mist of jizz, or you want like a sniper stream? <laughs> One's more of like a gas grenade weapon. Yeah, you can fill a whole room uh, with the gayness for this dude, or just la- gay laser him. <laughs> That's interesting. Those are potential non uh, non deadly weapons for breaking up Nazi protests. Because I'm pretty sure those dipshits would be terrifying oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> We got to figure out more ways to weaponize cum against Nazis. <laughs> Words I never thought I'd have to say. Yeah, hey, listeners out there, uh, Norwegians and uh, whatever the other eagles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now people with cum dispersal expertise, come at us with your your thoughts. We love to hear from you. Is that just the listener? Is that just a dude who fucks a bunch? Somebody with cum dispersal expertise? <laughs> or, or just beating it a lot? It's true. It's true. In that case, I am a, a cum dispersal aficionado. Well, now I'm picturing, like, straight from the source, like, just skip the Windex bottle. You take that little attachment off the top, fasten it to the top of a condom, put the condom on, <laughs> and then you can, like, mist when, when you're shooting, you know, from the source. <laughs> you think anybody's ever thought of that? That's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's, an ori- that's a Dono original. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah! Sometimes I worry. I'm like, uh, I hope that I'm I'm making something. Like I've always wanted to like be putting something out into the world that's like good and will last after I die. And you always wonder if you know what you're doing is derivative. So I'm glad I can be validated uh, with that OG thought. You know the the Windex tipped condom tip to spray your cum in a fine mist all over your partner. All right, yeah, I don't think I think you're good to be done with this guy. <laughs> Just like uh, any woman would be good to be done with me, based on these thoughts. That I'm <laughs> nah, for uh, real though, this is this is weird fucking this is weird fucking insecurity. And it just falls into the the very stupid like societal phobias of being gay and like what it is to be straight and all that. Fellas, and I don't know. Is this it isn't gay the worst. to kiss your girlfriend after you bust in her mouth? <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, basically. And now, as we said, 
But I don't think this is like the, the worst sin. I don't know. No. I think a lot of relatively decent people. This is definitely associated. This sort of thinking, I think, would be associated with kind of the shittier type of people. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Maybe this guy's just fucking unexperienced. I don't see an age in there. We don't know how fucking old these folks are. Maybe just a little insecure. I don't know. Bring it up with him. See if you can kind of get him to realize that's not that big of a deal. Um, but yeah, if, if you guys are older, it's definitely not the sign of somebody who's, who's, um, sexual mindset is in a good place. Yep. Yep. Get him. Okay. Here's what you do. You film a, a JOI video. Are you familiar with a JOI video, Donovan? I am, but uh, let's get it out there for the listeners. That would be jerk off instructions. That would be uh, so. It would be a young... step one, <laughs> pump down. Step step two, pump up. Repeat. Step three, fasten the Windex tip to the top of your penis. <laughs> so you just you <laughs> give sorry, you give them the instructions, and you tell them like, "Oh yeah, now I want you to fucking unzip your pants, right?" And you give him the, you sexy up the instructions. He's like, oh, yeah, just go real slow for me. But then at the end, be like, all right, now you bust all over your hand. Now lick it the fuck off, you pig. Like, get him, <laughs> like, get him acclimated to his own jizz. He's got to get acclimated to his own jizz. He's got to figure it out. He does, but it's going right into the jizz deep end, my dude. <laughs> I think this this poor fucking sheltered boy, I think, is going to be a little freaked out with that. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that is the best way to learn to uh, swim, so to speak, is to is to jump in the cum deep end. Yep. 13, Get, 13 feet down. He's going to need sink some... Sink or swim. He's going to need some cum floaties. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm in a weird mood today, I think. Oh, this is, this is fucking, mood. fucking marvelous. That's true. I think what we picked a bunch of weird ass questions too. So uh I'm throwing we're throwing real advice in there though. That's the whole that's yeah. the whole thing in it. Hey, it you got anything else you got any other thoughts about this? Uh I'm Olympic size swimming pool full of cum. That's where I am. That's all I got. <laughs> okay, perfect. Well hey, speaking of an Olympic sized swimming pool full of cum. We got an Olympic-sized question box not full of cum this week. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Uh, where you been? How much? And one of these, one of these is actually fitting in the theme of our fucking weird-ass questions. It's true. Um... But before we get into it, as always, new listeners, people with short memories, um, this is our anonymous question box. We take your listener questions, we read them on the show, and uh, we answer them, and we make a bunch of really dumb cum jokes in their vicinity. <laughs> if you'd like to submit your question, you can go on our Instagram, at uh, Radio Free Tote Bag, or slash Radio Free Tote Bag, one of those. Click the link in the bio, it'll take you there. You don't have to make an account or anything. Type your question in. Uh, you can also go to our website, radiofreetotebag.podiant.co. Click that Ask a Question uh, button in the sidebar. Same deal. Type in your question. We read it on the show. Uh, easy as easy as pie. Yeah. Easy as pie. Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to do, the, do this goofy fucking one first. Yes. And then uh, the more serious one, maybe that'll, maybe that'll put me back on the rails. Cause okay. Okay. I'm wobbling a little bit, but hey, Arthur, if you could make <laughs> if you could make your dick taste like any flavor, what would it be? Dick, like dick's supposed to taste like dick. I can't, you can't like think. Okay, okay, okay. You've Donovan, have you ever sucked a penis? Has that ever been a thing you've done? I I have not. I have I have okay. gotten in the vicinity of my own, but not not quite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually licked mine one time. I actually got my tongue Impressive. to touch the tip of my penis. I was young and much more flexible than I am now. Uh, Impressive. But I have had other people's penises in my mouth, and I can't imagine what it would be like to have it taste like anything other than a dick. You know what I mean? Like, I think you would get, you would get really fucking tired of it. Like, if somebody had, like, a mango-flavored ween, and you were just, like, just bobbing up and down on it you would be like overwhelmed by the mango flavor but like dick is just you know tastes like dick it's just dick 
It has to be dick. Oh, definitely. Especially in like a long-term relationship. Like that might be cool for like a one-off, you know, hookup situation. Sure. Oh, this dick tastes like mangoes. That's pretty cool. But yeah, you don't want to be tasting mangoes every goddamn day for the rest of your potentially married life. Yeah. If maybe you All could right, get so a variety f- pack of dicks. Yeah, like, like the like the like the gnarly fucking flavored condoms. Yeah, if you, if you got a little palette, you can you can select from. But okay, let, uh, that's fair. I agree with I agree with you there. If you had to okay. change the flavor, though, maybe something that would be least offensive or has okay. some longevity to okay. it. What would you pick? Okay. Hmm, cumin. Because it has because <laughs> it has the word cum in it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's a that's a spice, right? Yeah. Is it is it spicy? Um, I can't like cumin's the kind of thing that if you put too much of it in anything, it makes it taste really really bad. It's one of those spices you got to use in moderation. I gotcha. That sounds like a horrible idea. Don't yeah. have a don't have a fucking cumin dick. Cumin dick. Just cumin <laughs> dick. Don't do that. I don't know. We're fucking right, raspberries. Sure. All right, I feel that. I feel that. I feel like that's a rare enough fruit too. Yeah. You know, raspberry flavor is not in goddamn everything, so maybe that could be a the occasional tasty treat. Sure. What about you, my boy? I was thinking mint. Oh. My uh, my reasoning went with like like jewel pods. You're bringing a mango. Mango jewel pods cool once in a while, but I don't want to be smoking a fucking mango all the time. You get sick of that shit. But mint. Man, mint's just mint. It's kind of refreshing, you know? And not too strong of a mint. I imagine that'd get overpowering and uh, uh, and unpleasant if you're, if you're trying to go trying to go to town there. But yeah, just like a cool, just like a cool little uh, spearmint type thing. Yeah. That's like not spearmint. so bad. What about like a wintergreen? Yeah. That'd be pretty all right. That's that's actually my favorite mint. I'm going to have to go with that one then. Yeah. Fucking wintergreen You feel peen. me, though? And it rhymes with peen. Wintergreen peen. <laughs> All right, nailing it. Arthur's got raspberries. I've got uh, I got wintergreen. Why don't you come on over have a little mint mint raspberry situation? Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you got raspberries in my mint. You got mint you got in my, mint raspberries. my raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but uh, but it's come. <laughs> I fucking love this show. We'd love to do it. 72. I think we just got a little delayed on the 69 episode. That energy is, is coming up today. <laughs> yes. This yeah. is this is not 72. It's 69.2. Yes. How about that? Yes. Very strong. All right. A more, a more serious question come up here. What are your, uh, what are your turnoffs and deal breakers in a relationship? Hmm. I was actually, I, I read this a few minutes ago and I was actually giving it some pretty deep thought and as far as like deal breakers go, just based on my past experience, no shade to anybody that's involved in this kind of lifestyle and the way this like kind of way of doing relationships, but I cannot ever agree to do polyamory ever again. That's a deal breaker for me. I know that it doesn't work for me. Uh, I understand the reasons why a person would want to do it. I understand the structural arguments against it, that it's a patriarchal institution, that it stems from... Uh, a historical basis of ownership that like you know dudes you know used to basically own their wives and you know that polyamory fights against that I just can't be involved in it can't do it I'm not good at it so that's a deal breaker for me I definitely feel similar we've discussed this on here before one of those things is that you can logically follow through really just for all the reasons you just explained bam man I don't know it, it it would take a lot of work to be fighting that that jealous feeling and other bad feelings that would that would come up in there. Yep. And uh, you know we we only get so much time to be alive. Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, exactly. I can't spend another fucking minute going like, oh my god, I'm not good enough. Like I have to. <laughs> you know, I can't do that. But as I, far as I think that's okay. What what about some like more minor things? What's like a what's like a turn off for you? Bad underwear. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Re- relatively, relatively minor thing, but uh, no, nah, that that stands out to me. I've, I've had that to the extent where I've hooked up with somebody and it's been like very off-putting. And uh, 
I just feel kind of weird about that. If you're in a longer-term relationship or something, I could definitely articulate, like, hey, this is something I'm into. I wouldn't be like, what you are wearing uh, is repulsing me to some extent. <laughs> but you know, yeah, you, you know what I mean. You know, it's you, something you can kind of... It's more of a turn-off. It's definitely not a deal-breaker. Yeah. You put a little more effort into the underwear on, like, early dates, I feel. like if, Or, like, especially... You've been going out for a little while, and you think like tonight's the night you all are going to seal the deal. You wear something a little, a little fancy. I feel, at least I do. Yeah. <laughs> I need to, I need to get some some fancier things going on. I'm telling you, man. I'm a minimalist, minimalist kind of guy, though. I'm telling you, man. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show. I switched over to briefs. I think that's what I'm on. Like the the boxer briefs, they got. Uh, yeah, we talked mm, about this. They nah, got the nah. leg. My uh, my scrub was chafing up. This is doing it for me. You got to It's a like, medical condition. <laughs> when it's come, when it comes time for sexy knocked, uh, put on some fucking <laughs> actual like you know high cut, like just like cuts off it around the ween area briefs, and uh, your your sexiness and confidence will increase. I guarantee it. Just wear some, you know, wear some pants that you can wear at your natural waist, so you don't get the thigh chafe. Yeah, there we, there we go. And fucking go get some. I got a good butt. That's uh, there yeah. you go. I'm, I feel it. I feel it. I have always felt weird about that too. That like that's a thing to me towards partners, and I just wear pretty standard ass underwear. Sure. Huh. I do have yeah, a couple fancier maybe. pairs of boxer briefs. Like I have some Adidas ones that are kind of nice. You know, and like. A big thing of it is material, like what kind of, like the silkiness of the material. It's like big. It's like a big part of it to me. Silkiness. All right. I'm taking notes. I'll, I'll report back in a couple episodes. Yeah, let me know what's up. All right, deal breakers for me. Uh, I would not date a conservative. Like, oh, yeah. On. Yep, you, me you too. You can go fucking all on about respecting other people's views and shit, but I'm not going to fucking do that. And chances are you're not going to be the kind of person that would like want to be dating if that's your political stance. Yep. So that's that's definitely a hard deal breaker. You know what? Um, Centrist too. Centrist can get the fuck out too. Like I think both sides are no, no. There's pretty much like one side that's Nazis and one side that's not. So <laughs> that's bad news too, and I'm I'm with that in principle. But I, I feel like a lot of people are just kind of uninformed, and uh, and maybe you could educate them and bring them to the to the light. Yeah, if I got that sexy underwear, we can do that super well. It'd be great. <laughs> Absolutely. There's something else. There's something else in deal breakers. I'm trying to think of. Uh, bad skin turn off for me. Interesting. Interesting. Like, I've well, got, you just mean acne or yeah, like if you're if you're super broken out and it's it's a bit hypocritical because I go through breakouts myself. But uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just yeah, it's hard for me. Hard for me to deal with. I get that. Oh, I think last thing it'd be you're dating somebody and they're and they're just totally um what's it submissive is not the right word because that's got you know that's got some sexual context to it. Sure, but you know what I mean? somebody's just kind of a pushover. They're not bringing anything to the yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah. Where do you want to eat? Wherever you want to eat. Yeah, no, and that's like, that's all right. Sometimes everybody's got to you know. Sometimes you don't feel like making the decisions and that's all right but if it's like that's the all the time thing yeah or just like general things that you're into uh if you're not bringing anything to the table i i can't i can't really uh I can't, that's a deal breaker for me i just kind of off-putting yeah there are some names that i can never hear again <laughs> like uh people that i absolutely am not 100 percent over and then if you have that name i couldn't couldn't possibly <laughs> really yeah really yeah like for years uh there was somebody it's a real dark story but somebody uh did something real awful to somebody real close to me and uh whenever i would hear that name i would lose my fucking mind and now i have a close friend who has that name and that's kind of fallen off but like i don't know names are like a thing for me and what yeah shit what if you have like a bad ex named like uh uh What's a common name? Like Meg. Or like, or like, had uh, a, like has the middle name Marie. And like I can't yeah, deal with that. Yeah. That'd, be, Damn. Yeah, that'd be hard. Narrow my pool down for a long time. <laughs> I feel that association though. 
I had that with a with a breakup with my first girlfriend in high school. Uh, I was moving out of the country. She went back to her home country. Was dating this dude. Uh, staying with him for the summer. I was like aware of it and like heartbroken over it. Because uh, obviously, you know, moving to a different place, there's nothing to do about it. Yeah. And uh, this dude's name was was part of the street name that we lived on. Ah. Oh. And I was just the constant fucking reminder, dude. So I feel that. Like, I, I don't even. I just remember being actively bothered every time I fucking thought about him. Like, His name was Jeremy uh, Westfifth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tugger, uh, Tugger Avenue. You get the idea. <laughs> I feel that though. You, you you don't want that in your new relationship. You don't want that fucking those thoughts injected every time you you say their their name. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I immediately yeah. Names have like real heavy association for me. I hear a name, I go right back to to where I was uh, in relation to the person who had that name. I don't know if that's a common thing or not. I felt it a little bit. At least you got the upside if you accidentally say the wrong name during sex and it's the same name. But then maybe there's paranoia on their side where they're like, are you talking about like me, Sally? Or are you talking about your ex, Sally? Sure. Let's think about that the sure. other day. Ooh, uh, another turnoff. Uh, people who say their partner's name during sex. Feels cheesy to me. Takes me out of the moment. I feel that a little bit too. Yeah. I have to get to a certain level of comfortableness, especially if it's earlier on, because Donovan is three fucking syllables, <laughs> and most people aren't used to saying that. Sure. <laughs> so if it's like, if it's real early on, I totally feel that. It's not the worst thing in the world, but yeah. I'm like, that eh, doesn't sound natural. What about Donnie? What about Donnie? What if ah, I say Donnie? Dude, even even worse. <laughs> I would I would leave. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> Calling me Donnie is a fucking deal breaker. Okay. okay. Uh, Arthur is really weird to call out during it feels like a weird thing to call out during sex right <laughs> oh especially on account of the tv show dude hey arthur <laughs> so they go arthur and i just go hey what a wonderful kind of day <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's an extremely good bit if that if that ever happens i'm doing it i'm doing it i'm doing it your set your sex life with that person is Almost certainly over. Yep. Or brought to new heights of fucking hilarity. Yep. That, that rules. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can All learn right. to work and play and bust on each other. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, t- I take it all back. <laughs> my, uh, my childhood is ruined. Hey, uh, thank you for the questions, folks. And I'll say, too, I don't know, we can do a little listener interaction here. Uh, if you got an interesting turnoff or deal breaker or thoughts on uh, ours there, throw them in the question box. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a question, and we'll uh, we'll talk about them on the show. I like and, that. Uh, if not, that's that's a deal breaker for for me, uh, <laughs> or a turnoff rather, because I'm gonna be real sad. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's get into this next question. Here, here it comes. All right, here it comes. Here it comes. My 26F boyfriend, 25M acts helpless and needs instruction and it drives me crazy he doesn't always act like this but he doesn't handle stress well and the more stressed he is the more childlike he becomes he was diagnosed with adhd when he was younger his brain doesn't seem to function in a way that he can easily solve problems at least not in the smoothest way last night we were supposed to drive a few hours away for a camping trip i said i was going to sleep for a bit i could not keep my eyes open He wakes me up a couple hours later, parked on the side of the road, asking me, where should I go? I want to sleep too. Should we keep going or pull over? I had just woken up. It's nighttime. I don't know where we are. And he's asking desperately like a lost child who doesn't know what to do. I tell him to pull into a nearby hospital parking lot. As he tries, the car dies at the intersection. We get out and start pushing it. And he's steering my side into the curb while he's getting angry and telling me to watch where he's going. We park. He starts frantically asking again what we should do. I tell him we'll sleep here for tonight and that we should move the stuff around in his van so we can lay down. I don't know how to describe it other than that. When he tries to stack and organize stuff, uh, there seems to be no rhyme or reason. Putting heavy items on light grocery bags, not putting or not making proper room so we can lay straight. I get frustrated and take over moving things while he just watches me like a kid. He just has this helpless, I don't know what to do or how to do it vibe about him. Today, while trying to drink my Red Bull in the car, he knocks over my drink for the third time. 
in the last couple days because he doesn't watch where he's waving his arms. He then peed in a bottle after destroying the van, climbing over the seats to get in the back rather than going through the doors, and proceeds to helplessly ask what he should do with his pee. I'm trying to be patient, getting frustrated with him. He picks up on it and asks why I'm getting annoyed while he gets upset about my attitude, but it's just driving me crazy. We're nearly the same age, but he's always asking me what to do, how, where. He doesn't figure out things on his own or take initiative, and on the rare occasion he tries, he doesn't use logic and screws things up. I understand asking in a mature way so we can both equally problem solve, but that's not how he does it. He asks me like I'm his mom and I need to figure out the situation because I'm the adult and he's a helpless child. Advice? TLDR. BF acts helpless and is clumsy and bad at solving problems. And I'm getting irritated because I feel like his mom, not an equal, mature partner, and tired of him looking to me for problem solving constantly. And that was posted by Meow Nugget. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the name. name. (laughs) It's strong. This one was this one was cracking me up at first just because it's such a it's such a fucking chaotic image. But yeah. I I fucking feel this. Yes. Not to as strong of a degree, but like I was diagnosed with ADHD, also anxiety. And the combination of having an anxiety attack with what I think is kind of the racing thoughts and just scattered way of thinking that ADHD can sometimes be. I, I I've never been this bad. But I get that feeling where, like, you're anxious about something, you get so worked up, and it's so overtaking your focus and overtaking your mind that, like, you can't put words together, you're having fucking trouble figuring out where you're going, or you're just, like, clumsily moving around and knocking shit over, which then makes you more anxious and then makes the problem, you know, e- even worse. Um, so this this sucks. Like, I, I feel for this dude. I also feel for uh, OP here because, you know, that's I'm sure that's frustrating as hell to be around. And, you know, obviously you want to be there to support your partner here, but you can't, you can't be the full fucking, you can't just watch out for all of this. You can't yeah. be his, his caretaker. Um, cause this is, like I said, it's kind of funny to think about and like the way this story plays out. It, it's, it's goofy shit, but it's fucking serious. That, that yeah. really fucks with somebody and clearly is fucking with your relationship dynamic. Um, so I don't, I don't think you mentioned anything about it, but like you got to get into some therapy or get some medication going for this. Cause again, if you deal with this all your life, you can just kind of overlook it or you can just play it off as being clumsy. Or if you got a partner like this, who is willing to kind of take over for you, maybe that could be fine. Um, but you got, you got to fucking address this. This is, deb- it's debilitating shit. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta talk to him, encourage him to get into some sort of therapy. Um, because, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's what this is. This is a kind of severe uh, uh, mental issue here. Yeah. Uh, I think he would do well to be put into some situations where he has to uh, solve complex things by himself, where he has nowhere to turn, <laughs> where he's completely lost in the woods and he has to find his way out. So here's what you do. you get You, you get in the driver's seat and you make him passenger. And then you wait until he falls asleep. You drive way out into the fucking woods and then just, like, get out of the van and just run into the darkness and, let him, like, leave him there and let him fucking figure it out by himself. Um, but in reality, I think that he, yeah, he could benefit from being in a situation where he has to solve these problems for himself and has to take care of uh, a complex situation without someone to turn to because... The second he goes, uh, uh, what do I do? And he looks around and he goes, oh, it's just me out here. Um, okay, what do I do? Then he actually starts thinking about it. I think a lot of this is, um, I have a, I have a touch of this is like almost, almost like thoughtlessness, not in like uh, a sense of like, oh, you forgot my, uh, birthday. You're so thoughtless. It's that you don't have any thoughts on the subject. You just go, okay, what now? Someone give me a, give me an idea. Uh, but the right. second, but the second you're in a situation where uh, you have to be the one to come up with it, then you can start picking it apart and working on the problem solving yourself. Right, and I think part of being able to do that is going to be to address the anxiety component of this, because um, I think that thoughtlessness feeling, at least when I've kind of felt that in the past, or just been like so overwhelmed by something, 
It's because your mind's trying to do all these other stupid jumping jacks that you literally don't have like the cognitive resources to focus on what you're doing, mm. and you just you just kind of start acting like an idiot. You, you know what I mean? You get, like I said, uncoordinated. It's hard to think through problems. Um, so, like I said, I think I think therapy is essential, and some component of that. Or I don't know how much you as his partner can help with this, but Arthur, what you're saying is definitely important. You need to be practicing some self reliance on this. Um, but again, I'm, I'm no expert on how to introduce that to somebody. Uh, I think I just kind of be, been forced to do that through the course of my life, which is, you know, good. But if, you're, if your guy here is at this level of severity, uh, you might need something more structured. Um, it, th- this might be bad enough that you need to break up. This, this mm. might be a bad enough situation that he is not going to be able to sol- solve this with, within the relationship. Or it's just going to be too much for you. Which sucks, but like is is totally fair. If yeah. that's not the case, and you feel like you can stick this out, you have this talk with him to get help, and he's responsive to it. In these situations, like really, the most you can do is just calm him down, be understanding about it, but don't be there to just like here fix, fix, and fix, and and, and fix all these issues he's coming across or make these decisions. Uh, but rather, just help him calm down a bit so that he can think clearly on his own. Yeah. Um. So somebody asked a question here in the comments. How long have you been together? Has he always been this way throughout the relationship, or is this a new development? Says Certain Repair 8. Uh, Meow Nugget responds, We're high school sweethearts since 2010. So we've been together nine years. Uh, he's always been a bit immature, but as I get older and more mature myself, it becomes more annoying. He's not like this 100% of the time, but it's frustrating that when bad things happen, like the car breaking down, he can't step up and be more mature about it and give me the sense that things will be okay. I feel like I always have to be the adult and come up with the game plan. Um, which to me speaks to uh, her desire to have somebody willing to take charge of a situation also. Um, so maybe this is sort of a fundamental incompatibility where you both are kind of like, looking for someone to take care of you to a certain degree. That's true too. Yeah. Beyond just kind of the, like the mental illness aspect of that. Yeah. I mean, that is definitely a quality that some people just have. Yeah. And maybe that associated with this makes it particularly intense for him. Cause, um, Cause if she was the kind of person who wanted to take charge of situations and wanted to, you know, be the one who made the decision and, and, you know, called the shots in any given situation, then this wouldn't really be that big of a problem. It'd be like, okay, put those bags there, put those there, move this here. We're going to park here. We're going to go to bed. How's that sound? And okay, sure. (laughs) Uh, but so she's looking for somebody who's at least able to be more of an equal voice in those situations. And this is, this sounds like something that at this point he is not capable of doing, but perhaps with therapy and, and potentially proper medication for ADHD. I don't, I don't even like, I've never even looked into what ADHD necessarily manifests as in an adult. Um, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. And like a, a lot of, uh, a lot of different ways. I don't know. I have friends who were diagnosed like later on in life. Um, you know, just kind of assuming they were depressed or had anxiety or like low energy. Um, it's not, it's not, you know, always just the, oh, they're all over the place. Kind of like hyper kid. You kind of picture it as, as somebody in childhood. Cause I don't know. I mean, having that kind of disorganized mindset, like, again, I'm no fucking expert here, but that definitely, it definitely fucks with your development into adulthood. And, uh, you're somebody like this guy and there was no way to address address it directly and you've just kind of adapted somehow to dealing with it uh that can that can definitely that can definitely lead you to be like in a very weird position with like how you're expressing emotion or just fucking dealing with day-to-day life uh since you're just kind of white knuckling you know this disorder that was never addressed Hmm. hmm that's very interesting I'd, I'd encourage OP here to read up on that too. She mentions in another comment that like she's a psych major, she or was a psych major, has like some sympathy for this, has at least a little bit of an understanding of it. Um, so I just do some research on it, adulthood, <clears throat> be kind of equipped to talk about it with them, and you know, see is he even aware? 
of like the severity of this. Is it something he's just like mentioned offhand? But but my dude clearly needs some kind of help here. Just again, it's it is not your responsibility to get him in there and stick with him. Um, if this is a fundamental thing, or if you just you can't fucking handle this, you got your own shit going on. You, I mean, you could definitely just just leave this one, but. Nine years is quite the investment. It seems like they, you know, it seems like she really cares about the guy. Ah, oh, uh, fuck. I missed that part. God damn. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's like Kat said, uh, our, our guest Kat Yeary last week uh, was like, if you're under 30 and uh, the relationship's not working out for you, just fucking dip and see if you can do better. <laughs> So maybe that applies here. For sure. Also, knowing the, I missed the nine-year part. Knowing that, I mean, you guys, what does that go back to? You guys were like in your late, mid-late teens when this started? Yeah, they say high school sweethearts. Yeah, that's fucking key developmental period. And if you were kind of developing around this relationship that you have, and this has been a running thing, you've been the thing for him to lean on this entire time. Yeah. You probably didn't have a lot of, Opportunity or like any situation where he was forced to learn to do this shit himself. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So maybe it is dip time. Maybe you throw him in a fucking deep end on this. Obviously, you know, you care about this guy if you've been together that long. You've been dealing with all these problems. I'd encourage you to just try to fucking support him to get him into therapy and all that. But again, like ultimately, this shit is not your responsibility. You can't take this all on by yourself. Um, so just balance that out, you know, if you're trying to help him with this. Don't, you know, this can't be your fucking project solo and you're going to drive him to the appointments and set him up. Like, yeah, it really just got to be be there for support and, and pushing him in the right direction. But ultimately, he's got to make this decision on his own. Yeah. Find a way to give him more responsibilities and more things that he has to take care of. Uh, put him in charge of more shit. And uh, he'll either develop the skills or maybe it's time to fucking bounce. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a solid way to kind of start it if you're if you're keeping the relationship together. Fucking a though, good luck. That's a yeah. massive situation, and yeah. as I said, I don't know. I've been there to some extent. That really really sucks. Yeah, yeah, dude. Quick, eject yep. button. <laughs> we, the show the show turned into a bummer. We gotta go. We gotta make moves. <laughs> Ah, we were off the rails and then we're firmly planted back onto them until now. We're going back off the rails. I don't know. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll give real advice here. Uh, How to not have a gag reflex by Free Willy. Nice. (laughs) Me and my girlfriend just found out if you close your fist with your fingers wrapped around your thumb, you basically turn off your gag reflex. We are yet to test if it works with a penis yet. Uh, but we didn't gag on our fingers like we usually do. Again, it was posted by Free Willy, except for the E's or threes. And the and the the Y at the end of Willy is an I. Ooh, very remix. Very cool. Okay, this you is the remix edition fist. of the Orca from SeaWorld. <laughs> you close you close your fist with your fingers. Okay, so like the thumb that's on yeah. the hand. It's like a bad punch. Okay, yeah. Like that would be a very bad punch. Yeah, you like you're throwing a shitty punch. Uh and uh a lot of people say that it works. I have found it to be somewhat effective. Uh, <coughs> there are yeah, I don't know about that. It's uh, fuck it. Try it right now. This That's is some radio. What I just did. <laughs> oh, that was the cough? Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah I was giving it a go. All right, Hold okay, on. okay. I got one more for you. You can try it, you can try this one. <laughs> Touching my uvula. <laughs> All right. Smile. It's like, put your mouth in the shape of a smile and try it. Uh-huh. Hold on a second. In the context of this, you'd be sucking a dick, but you'd be yeah. smiling? You can, How are you gonna keep you the can lip do it. Going? You can do it. Lip suction isn't the whole thing. It's about, like, um, it's about constant contact <laughs> of the tongue. with the, You can't, it's not working for you? I thought it was for a second, but I keep poking my uvula. I yeah. think that's just going to be bad regardless. Here's some beeger technique for you. What you want to do is you want to keep your tongue in contact with the bottom of the penis, typically, um, unless you're in a flipped position, like a 69 or or a uh, over the bed 
uh, uh, blowjob sort of situation, if you can imagine how that would work. Uh, but you keep your tongue on the bottom of it, and what you want to do is keep constant contact with the ween with your tongue and just move over it. And if you make your mouth in the shape of a smile, you can maintain that tongue contact and get it real deep in the back of your throat. You're not gonna you're not gonna chomp it if you do that. I mean, your teeth do kind of come into play more. You just gotta kind of like angle your mouth to get them out the way. I see. I see. Ah, I've never I've never heard of this. What about those? Uh, what about like the the numbing the numbing sprays and shit? Oh uh, yeah, or is that I, real? you can use those, but then like you've got numbing spray in the back of your throat, which <laughs> the ween is then gonna touch. Then you got numbing spray on your uh, weed, thereby eliminating the whole point of the whole fucking thing. You don't want to put contamination. Yeah, you because like lidocaine, you might use on your weed to try to keep from coming, right? But uh, you're also gonna numb the sensation of the of the other person that's receiving it, so completely eliminating the the purpose of 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 the whole uh, operation. It's not That's a great true. move. Don't do that. I, I hate that. I hate that numbing feeling too. Like you come back for the dentist and you think your lips fucking huge because you got the filling. I don't like that. Yep. I feel like it'd be very unsexy and would be distracting. Incredibly unsexy. What you want to do, right. uh, as somebody suggested in the comments. So there are these there are these tricks you can do, and if they don't work for you, uh, somebody says uh, I'm working on my reflex the old fashioned way. Uh, somebody's like, "What? This is a stupid question. What's the old fashioned way?" Uh, you just gag yourself over and over again until you learn to overcome the fucking reflex. Damn. Yeah. That's fucking commitment, dude. Yeah, you gotta get, you can get good at it. It's just like anything, you can get good at it. (laughs) Just gotta, just gotta get good. Get good, scrub. Learn to suck a dick, Jesus. Well, you got, it sounds like you got a variety of options from the, what you're saying and the look of the, look of the comments. Some might work for you, some might not. Uh, try some of those. Do a little, uh, you know, do a little practice slurping. And, uh, you know, maybe one day you can be in the big leagues. Yeah. Just give it some time. Be patient with yourself. And then you'll be uh, throating giant dicks in no time. <laughs> <laughs> great, great work, team. All right, all in, all hands in the middle. Three, two, one, learn to suck. Very good. Very strong content. What's next, though? It's me. I'll read this one. (laughs) (laughs) On it with the transitions today. You're on it. Uh, So uh, my girlfriend and I recorded ourselves having sex. When we watched it, we thought we were very ugly. Lol. So that's pretty much what the title says. We were having sex and decided to record everything. Put my cell phone on recording mode, and we fucked for 15 minutes. Then we decided to watch it, expecting something that would turn us on again, and boy, were we disappointed. I thought it would be like some amateur porn uh, I watched to masturbate, but it was not. My legs look like cricket legs, and I have no ass. My girlfriend makes ugly faces, and she looks way fatter than in real life, at least in my eyes. Lol. But it was fun. We both enjoyed it. We just don't expect uh, to be an ugly couple having sex. Those posted by Jebediah one one seven. Cricket legs? Yeah, little fucking. You know how crickets got them little stick legs, right? He's got little. Uh, I, was, I was picturing all the like the pointy fucking hairs that come out. He's got the barbs. Like, the reverse knee. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is up with this? This, this dude is a cricket, dude. They've been convinced they're humans, then they recorded their sex. And he's and it, like, holy shit, I'm actually a cricket. And it looked like Jiminy Cricket fucking Miss Piggy. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. It's a very sexy uh, top hat going on. Oh, there. man. Like, the fuck is this metamorphosis shit? Me and high school girlfriend, we made a video. This was back in the day before you had a camera in your cell phone, so we took the family camcorder and popped one of those little, you know, the mini cassettes in that bitch. yeah. Yeah, we popped one of those in there. We fucking threw it on, like, a table across the room. We fucking went to town. What we learned is that on camera, she looks 15 pounds lighter, and I look 30 pounds heavier. (laughs) So, like... It was like a very skinny girl uh, riding 
a very not skinny man. And we watched it, and then we destroyed the tape. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. We had to physically destroy a corporeal object in order to eliminate this from the world. So you so you feel it? I uh, I made one of those too with a with a college girlfriend. Yeah, and uh, also also destroyed eventually, but it, but it turned out all right. But this was a little later on. I had like a laptop camera and like a reasonably decent angle. Sure. I don't know. I um, I think a lot of it is I, angle and lighting. Yeah, I was gonna say that, and I was gonna say, I I mean, I had a kind of similar experience. When we started recording this show. First few episodes I was listening to uh, to like get a feel for you know talk, pacing and, and how I was sounding and all that. And at first I'm like, oh my god, my voice is fucking horrible. I I hate this. This is so mm, gross to listen mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm, but that's just because you're not you're not used to hearing your own voice. And similarly, you're probably not used to seeing yourself fuck. And then that <laughs> sure. that with the fucking angles and the lights that Arthur you're bringing up, that just comes together to paint an unflattering picture there. Yeah. Um, Make a so bunch of know. sex tapes. Get yeah. used to it. Get a little nicer camera. Get some fucking lighting. I reckon, too, the amateur porn that you're probably comparing yourself to, like, if you're on the level of, you know, making amateur porn that you're putting your shit on the internet, and it's, like, big enough that, you know, OP here has come across and seen it, you, you probably kind of know what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're at least yeah. putting some effort into the, you know, the filming and the fucking lighting. <laughs> you're in film school. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> De- definitely. But you feel me? Just man, try yeah. some different things. Also, you just kind of get to get over, you know, not being used to seeing yourself on camera. Um, but also, maybe just maybe you are just ugly and you're just not into it. That's possible too. <laughs> ugly people can fuck too. You just, yeah, you know, just, it's just a matter. You gotta be. You gotta be cool. You gotta, don't ex- you gotta don't expect to don't expect to enjoy it watching it back when you film it. If y'all are ugly as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for real, I, th- I think I think take some more swings at it. Change it up a bit. Get, get used to seeing yourself. I doubt it's that bad. Yep. Yep. You know what else isn't that bad? What is it? This show that we do that I love so much and that we've come to the end of for the week. Ah, uh, woo! Ah, uh, love this program. Fucking Radio Free Tote Bag is my favorite podcast, and uh, we hope it is yours too. Uh, to that end. Uh, I'm gonna give you another call to action. This is what they ca- this is what they call in the business a call to action. If you listen to the show and you enjoy it, can you please do us a big favor and go to your podcatcher of choice, give us five whatevers, five stars, five you know uh, buckets of popcorn, come whatever. filled, come filled Olympic <laughs> swimming pools, five of them. Yeah, give us five of those. And uh, it's like, I can't even describe how helpful it is to us. It's like the biggest fucking deal. It's it's how, specifically, I know this specifically, Apple Podcasts, it's how you get, like, featured. So, like, if we could get a feature, if we could get, you know. So what do we, you know, we get, you know, a certain number of listens a month. It's kind of an impressive figure, I think. And if we got each one of those people that downloads an episode to go and drop a five-star rating, I think we could really make something go. So uh, it really does help us a bunch. Uh, go rate us in your podcatcher of choice. Uh, For real. And thank you to the folks who did it uh, in the past couple of weeks. I know we got like 10 more star ratings, two more written reviews. They were both very sweet and nice. One of them called us hot. Thanks wow. for that. That's yeah. cool. But yeah, a relatively easy thing, and it, it, it really does boost us a lot. So we, we would super appreciate it. It's a big, big, big deal. Uh, also a big, big, big deal is our intro song, which is the song Hanging On by the band Knower, which you can find at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find it at instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify. Three words, the Hayfellows. Folks, folks, you're great. We're great. I'm cracking another claw. Ooh, and we're getting ready. <laughs> we're getting ready for some. Uh, we're gonna go play some video games. Uh, so we're gonna go enjoy that. I hope you enjoy the show, and I love you. Thanks, bye. Mwah. Next up on uh, RFTB merch, uh, we have our scientists down in the lab. I uh, have managed to combine what we thought was impossible: the spray nozzle from a bottle of Windex 
Uh, and a condom with a hole cut into the end. <laughs> Disperse your cum around the room like the atomizer in, uh, in a vaporizer. As uh, your boyfriend into vaping, now now you can vape the cum. How's that grab you? Radio3Tokens.podium.co slash cum products. Okay. We'll have a guest next week. Goodbye. Now you can vape the cum! <laughs> That's very good. <laughs>